I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, welcome back to part two of Private Parts. Okay, let's listen to the rest of the episode with Katie Price. I don't know if that's to do with the ADHD or not. Because I never knew I had that until late. We all knew there was something odd about me. (laughs) But so I looked at him about mum when mum was like, you've got to go and see this doctor and get Did, I, did I say that before or no. not? Oh, so my mum's like, right, you're not right. Why do you do these things? Like, Soph and Dan aren't like this. And then she starts comparing me to my brother and sister. And I'm like, well, I'm just me. I'm the middle child, whatever. Middle child syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely have that. And I don't, we're all loved the same, all have the same. We're not loved any different and yeah. I don't feel any different. We're all equal. I feel it's all, it's always been equal. Yeah, I, I think, don't feel I there's think, any, yeah. apart from Dan. Golden boy Dan, Golden dark boy horse. Dan. Dark horse. <laughs> the brother. Wait, so wait, is she, so you then had to go and have yeah. a test? So basically, um, my mum found this doctor in Harley Street. I had to go with my dad, and I remember sitting there. What was I'm, dad like, by the way? Well, they all shit themselves because I'm used to doctors and all this now, you know, and police or courts. I think I've just become immune with it all. Whereas <laughs> they're like, bloody hell, we're going to Harley Street, Harley Street, where the doctors are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So we're sitting there, and because I move around a lot, I'm trying to sit there to not move, so the doctor don't think I'm nuts and moving around or on something, or <laughs> you know. So he's like. Having to assess me, like just asking me questions. Now, and I kept going, do you think I've got ADHD? He said, well, what do you think? I said, well, I know I'm like a bit not, you know, a bit nuts. Anyway, my mum and dad and family all had to do these loads of sheets about from a childhood that I don't even know what they answered. I wasn't allowed to see. Then I'd done some myself. And then I remember I was in Thailand having a tattoo done and the doctor rang me. And said, well, right, so I've got all your results and everything. I said, well, haven't I got ADHD or not? And he said, well, what do you think? I said, well, yeah, but how bad? He went, no, you severely got it. <laughs> I was like, okay. So I phoned mum. There you go, mum. I severely got ADHD. Where does that change things? No, I it think mum was just like, okay, great. Like, how do you feel now? Oh, now you like, know. Oh, bollocks now off, you know. Mom. I'm fine. I'm the same. <laughs> I was the same as I was yesterday to today. But I think what they've learned is... The doctors explained, when you have ADHD, I know it's a label and I hate labels, but my brain, or when you've got it, is connected different to how your brains would work. Mm. But I don't know that because I'm living and breathing it. I have it similar, but I think I I don't have it the way that you... You have it differently where it's... I'm quite hyper moving yeah, about. But, like, but, that, hey. but that also adds. That's that's. The, I I also it's the superpower, right? Because that's why it's so fun to be around you, and yeah. you're so like magnetic, is because you have this way about you. But then sometimes that can create hecticness in other areas. Yes, but I've controlled that. That's the thing. So I think that Did they put your medication on that. They have put me on something, but that you can get Ritalin and all this stuff. Mm. But I, I don't want to rely on medication. So they put me on something mild. And it makes me really sleepy, so I haven't taken it. But I'm seeing my consultant um, this week because it makes me really sleepy. And I don't want that because mm. I feel it suppresses my personality, sitting there like that. 
I don't want to sit there like that. Um, you don't but it's about it's... tweaking. I think what it is, because my brain is so hyper, like I think, of, right, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, do that. And then I get so excited with myself. Yeah. Like, right, so I need to do this. I want to do this. I want to do that. And they're like, calm down. I'm like, no, we need to start this and that. So I think it's just calming that excitement down in me. Completely. Because now I'm back on track. I want to want to do everything. And you can't do everything at once. Who was your first kiss? Um, do you remember I it? think I was seven. <laughs> but it was like a peck. Was it? And we lived in Patcham. Yeah. And there was a boy, I used to walk to school with him. Um, and I remember it snowing and I, my mum bought me a racer bike. I don't know why, I'm, lo I'm looking up at the <laughs> library again. I'm going, um, yeah. I remember that. So I remember my mum had a red front door. I think his name was Alan. It was just like a peck and we'd hold hands. And I remember my mum had these pair of yellow heels from Oliver's. Yeah. And I'd put tissue in them. Because I like the way they were. I don't know why I'm saying all that while I'm No, I like the it. Kids. The detail's great. But it's like, and they had a little bow on the back of them. And I used to walk around and think, oh my God, yeah. And then it was the boy, Alan, at the top of the road. Who is your first boyfriend? Um, but do you call boyfriends at school boyfriends? Oh, the first one. Who was the first person that you fell in love with? Who was the or first person that broke your heart? First person that you were like, oh, that happened to me. Um... Dane? No, I don't know. At school, I think oh, Daniel school. Jenner. And he had long blonde hair to him. Daniel who? Jenner. Jenner. And he was, I was about 12. Because what I... And I was so scared. I wanted to meet him at the cinema and stuff. And I always had my friend Claire with me. I went, no, I can't go on my own in case he wants to kiss me. I can't. I was so frigid. Frigid. When I say frigid, if no one knows what I mean, I was cold as ice. Like, oh my God, they can't even put their hand on my knee. Oh my God, if they do, what am I going to do? What if they try and put their hand down my bra because I've got so much tissue and pads in it? Like, <laughs> you know, when you're a teenager and you think of but, all this, I was so not in, I was, I liked boys, but I was so scared to even kiss in case I bit their tongue or something like this that. Is, I think Frigid. This, the reason I ask you this question, it seems, well, is because I think sometimes what happens is, and people see you just as this person who's in the newspaper or magazines or whatever. And actually, sometimes people forget because that's what happens that you you are this human, you are this person, you've lived this, you've lived heartbreak and kisses and snogs and Loads, boyfriends yeah. and all these different things. And sometimes that's maybe forgotten a little bit. Yeah, there was a guy, I put it in my first book called Gary and he had a wart on his bollock. And, um, <laughs> and I put it in the book. And because I remember he was called Walt Hog. And I say, why are you called Walt Hog? And he say, oh, it's just the way I drink my beer. And I remember when he was naked, he used to put, you know, when they stammer their balls and they'd have his finger oh, over don't. his. Oh, he, he used to cover the, the wart. And I used to think, I can see it. Um, and then he cheated on me so bad. So bad. So that's why I said he had a wart on his bollock have in you, the book. You, you're talking about your <laughs> I was young and immature then. I wouldn't write things like that now. But talking about, you know, the parties you've been to, you must have been to some crazy parties. And we spoke of uh, the past, which is still the greatest story. Playboy Mansion. Unbelievable. The Grotto. Unbelievable. But have you, firstly, what is the best party that you have been to, been invited to, that you can remember? Do you know what? Like, even Paris Hilton, when I went to her party, um, and I went with Gary Cockpool, my makeup person, when I was living in uh, Malibu. Yeah. Um, I was saying actually to Cole the other day, we was talking about someone wants to buy a car from him and take it to Australia. And it's going to cost £1,600. And I went, funny enough, when I flew one of my horses to Malibu, 
it was about £1,300 and I had to spend six days in quarantine. He was like, what, you flew your horse to Malibu? Weren't that weird? I went, well, you're sending a car to Australia, aren't you? Like, but it was that trip. <coughs> that was actually the last um, documentary thing I did with Pete in Malibu, hideous. Mm. Um, Why was it hideous? Oh, it was, well, we split up when we came back. But And I didn't have any control of any of that footage. I think a lot of people see all that on TikTok now. But the party there, me and Gary, we went to a Paris Hilton's party and we're like, oh my God, I remember pulling up seeing a pink Bentley and I was like, fucking hell, I want that. Look at that pink, because I had a pink Range Rover at the time. Mm. I've said, I've got to get a pink Bentley. I love that. Just going in her house and just, there was just so many faces in that there. And it's like, and I was there with, I'm not like, oh my God, look at this person or that person. I don't get like that. But it it is a bit surreal being in Paris Hilton's yeah. house. Like, and was know, the party amazing? Yeah, it was just full of people. But then the Oscars, if you've been to the Oscars. Have you in, been to the Oscars? Uh, twice or three times. Can't remember now. And being in the Oscars to me was like, you know, when you watch films, yeah. you know, and then you see them in life and you realize how small these people are in life, like <laughs> tiny humans. I remember like queuing up to the toilet and there's like Jamie Foxx and all that there. Like it's about my height. And I'm like, in films, he looks like massive. Um, just all these people like Sharon Stone. And and I'm like, oh my God, little page three Kate's even the Oscars mixing with all these people. But it was just weird that wherever you look are people you watch films on yeah. and what they look like in life. It's, it's surreal. But do you not look back at your life? You must be so proud. I'm going to go to the Oscars again and I'll do it again. Yeah, but no, you, I'm but you still going to do it all again. So do you not, do you not think that, so are you proud of yourself? I, I am, when I look back, I am so proud of, and I have done it all on my own. I turned up to these parties and things. I had balls. I was young. I had balls of steel. I must have done. Mm. But that's what I mean. People don't appreciate what I've done in the past. They just look at now what the media writes, what I'm doing now. They forget how I've even got to where I am. They forget it wasn't just so suddenly I appeared on Instagram that I have life, like a fascinating life. I've been to, I remember I auditioned for Baywatch, but the reason I didn't do it is because I couldn't live in America. Really? And I remember that, the red bathing suit and all of that, like. You went to the audition for Baywatch? I went audition. You can Google it all, yeah. What did, did they, they make, what did they make you do? I can't remember, I was on the bloody, um, what's it called? You've yeah, been good at that. She can swim. Well, I, d I don't think I'd fake tits then. Yeah, I can swim. You can swim. I'm actually a fucking good swimmer. Well, did you used to swim for Sussex? Yeah. Oi, oi. that. So did my brother. So and so did, did I. Yeah. And me, because my mum was in the Olympic English team. She's fucking shit hot singer, my mum. I mean, singer, swimmer. That is insane. Like all the strokes, butterfly. Even now I try and do butterfly. Yeah. I tried, I sent you a clip on holiday oh, and I, I banged, banged my your head. head. So I was like that doing the strokes. Wait, you were Sorry. a really good swimmer. I or am a really good swimmer and a really good horse rider. They are my real talents. Really? Yeah, I love, I'm, I'm good at swimming. But I had a swimming accident, which, which stopped my career going on in swimming because we used to train so hard. I just remember I felt my body was being paralyzed in the water. And I remember my friend Claire watching me and I held the ropes going, help, help. I felt like I was being dragged under and that's when my panic attack started. I started having nightmares that I was drowning and all really? of that. My panic attacks were so bad. We'd be in Asda or something and I'd be in a bag, like blowing air. So now I know what a panic what attack... What age was that? I was 15. 
Yeah, I was 15. You were having panic attacks at 15? Of drowning. I thought I was going to drown because I had this swimming accent. I don't even know how I felt like I was paralyzed. Paralyzed. So anyone who knows me knows that if we're on holiday on a boat, when they don't push me in the water because I'm scared I'll have a, I have to get in myself. It's psychological. Really? But I've done adverts where um, one of my shows that I did, oh, they, the titles were I was underwater. They've got this place in London where they do all that water scenes. Yeah, and I was yeah. underwater. So, and I was fine with it. But if someone pushes me in the pool, it would just remind me of that accent. I've never forgotten it. It's as clear as that. Where it taps you on the shoulder, that feeling of a panic attack. And yeah, you go oh, tingly. It goes tingly and, you cut, and then it suddenly takes yeah. over. And then your hands go like that. Yeah. And I remember sometimes in the car when it happened, I'd be in the fast lane and it would tap me on the shoulder. So I used to open the window and go, you're fine. You're in the car. You're not dreaming. You're here. And I'd have to pinch myself. But they're all right now. But that's why... If I go, you're so shop. resilient. You, 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 you don't realize how resilient you are. You, you, panic attacks. You know all the things that you've been through in your in, yeah. in your life. You know the the abuse you've had. Everything. It's. it's I'm a, still sitting here, Jamie. I know, and that's what's so. It's so amazing. right with a smile. I'm ready but, to conquer the world again. I'm also, like feel like I'm back in my twenties. That eagerness, that work, and people around me now believing in me. Because there was years whether oh no, not Jordan, she's not the full ticket, this, that, because the media didn't help that. Yeah, but now, but you now feel... I think everyone can see I'm back to like where I was again. And the doors are opening again and I'm fucking loving it. What other ones? The kidnap threats when they knew what they were gonna do to me. Mm. Wait, I survived them. Wait, wait. I've had three like when Scotland Yard I, I remember door. that. We were Which out one? shopping. The first one, we were out shopping, came home at, to Waldenham. That's the second one. Was that the second one? Yeah. Because I remember this guy. He was guy, really young on the first one. This guy came round, obviously police officer. And he was Not like, in uniform. No, he wasn't in uniform. And what's that they never No, because they're not, <laughs> they're undercover. They don't yeah. come in police cars, Scotland and Yard. And he was like, oh, just to, you know, we want to let you know, we've been tracking this gang from Liverpool and... They're they, on their way to you. They're on their way to you. But they're, what do they want to do? But, no, but they said, didn't they? They've already been in the house without you knowing. They knew all my panic knew buttons. Knew where all the knew alarms were. Knew everything that was going on. Knew where all the safes were. Yeah, and they yeah. said they're going to tie you up at knife point. And if you don't give it to them, they will obviously kill you, basically. And I'm like, well, if you know they're going to do this, why can't you arrest them? They, they knew that they knew that they were gonna come and get me just as it's getting dark into the house. So I'm like, great. So I had um, police officers sleeping outside my bedroom on a camp bed. Were you scared with all these threats? Well, it was a little bit unique, but what what was a little worse, bit unique? <laughs> what was a bit weird? The same time that was happening, a guy you can Google this. It, it is ridiculous. He made it into my kitchen, got through the police, and said he's like security check in the house. I wasn't there, but my mum, because I had this studio thing at the bottom of the garden, came in and said, uh, can I see your card? Can I see proof? And he said, oh, I'll just go back to the car and get it. He was impersonating to be me, went round all HSBC banks, drawing money out, pretending to be me, bought himself a Mazda convertible and everything. And he wanted to go in the house, so he was nearer, so he had met me. There's that one. That was happening. You can Google it and see what the person looks like. How that person got away of looking like me. looks nothing like me. Um, and then the other one, it was a million pound ransom against Harvey because they wanted to take him because he was on meds. So I remember there was a time I couldn't take my kids to school 
the police would follow the kids to school. There's just so much I, I can stalker, tell. The, the one guy that turned oh up at mum's house and was yeah, looking through the window. Yeah, there was a stalker. And this stalker, he used to ring my bell and write a letter how many times he'd rang my bell. Cut the long story short with this one. They arrested him in the bottom, um, in West Street in Brighton in the Premier Inn. He had all butt plugs and all that in his room. Um, and they arrested him and all he was saying was, at least I get to meet Kate in court now. So when I went to court, I wasn't allowed in the courtroom because uh, they kept me in another room. And he got done for that stalking me. I mean, I could sit here and tell you all situations that haven't been in the media stuff like this, what have happened to me. Like, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> See what I mean? You can sit here and just fucking talk I about know, loads, Honestly, it? it's so good. Shall we do a part three? Honestly, <laughs> I want to do a part three. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Do you know what I love about doing your podcast? Because I don't do many because I choose not to. Yeah. There I go, I choose not to. Not because I don't. I get so many people wanting to do podcasts. Yeah, I'm like, I can nah. imagine. Nah, not because I'm being arrogant. It's just that sometimes it's just, you're interesting. I find it interesting what you're asking because people just want to know, how many boob jobs do you have? This, that, this, same shit. But you're actually interested in my life. Yeah. What I've done. And I like that because it's... And it brings me you. back, and it brings me back into like happy places as well. Not apart from the kidnaps, they're not. But do you know what I mean? Yeah, because I also think... reminisce about my past. I love it because I think that, I honestly think that you need to be so proud of yourself of what you've achieved, what you've got through, all the things that have happened to, you, and you've come out the other side. And yes. also, Kate, which is so amazing for you, is that uh, I said to anyone when they say that I met you, say you're you're authentically you. Yeah, you're you're just you. So yeah. you don't try and pretend to be anyone else. You don't want to be anyone else. You just are you and you'll say what you think and you'll be who you are and you're funny as anything. And, and I haven't been to doubt. It's all been fucking doom and gloom. No, Suicide, crime, no, 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 get the violins out. No, but don't you think that's nice to hear? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not people, used to it. People are really, it. No, really no, nice. no one ever does. I always say, yeah. the day I wake up for the media... See, I shouldn't even think of the media. That's what I mean. They've so damaged so my head. So ingrained within you. They're in such a... Yeah, that if they ever write, do you know what? She's done... Like, major next year, if we get good headlines, she's celebrating her 30s. She's done this. Imagine if they actually do something on me, what she's done through her years. Give me credit. Do mm. something, because I'm not a bad but even person. even when we done the live show for the podcast, oh, yeah, we were, on. like, waiting for the headlines the day after, thinking, oh, fuck, is it going to be negative? And it wasn't actually. So that was the well, first thing. Yeah, but I did like... out them in there saying if there's any journalists in here, yeah, yeah, that's true. Stand up. <laughs> right. That's true. And obviously they didn't. And I said, right, all you guys in here watching, let's see, because I know there's a journalist, what they write about it. And they were careful. They actually weren't bad. No, they what were can right. they say that's bad? I'm not a bad person. No, it's you're not. I'm actually a really kind work work hard in working hard in oh I know <laughs> I mean, mum. You work hard, you do. Yeah. What, what is Christmas like in your household? I'm Cinderella. Do the I kids cook, get any... clean, wrapping paper everywhere. 
And do you know what else I hate? When you buy kids toys and that, yeah. just get the batteries or at least wrap them up, take them out, put the batteries in first because all I do is end up with the little screws, undoing it, putting batteries in, trying to do the dinner, clearing up the wrapping paper, mess, mess. You don't get, do you get stressed or no? No, it's the same. I, it's I, the same. Do you know, it's like cooking Christmas dinner every day in my house because there's lots of us. I'm always cooking loads anyway. Apparently I'm a feeder. Like my mum and that at the moment, they've just bought a house. So they're just staying at mine while they're doing a bit to their house. Yeah. And they're like, bloody hell, Kate, you do cook so You're a feeder, you are. We're going to bed in agony, the amount of food you cook. And they're like, you're a bloody good cook, aren't you? And I'm like, well, you've brought me up on big dinners. I remember when I was younger, I used to go to my friend's house after school for dinner. Mm. And I used to think, oh, is that all they're giving me? I can't wait to go home and have some dinner. I always remember (laughs) mum just cooking loads of mashed potato all the time. That's why I cook a lot of mash. And you keep the skins on. I keep the skins on. I'm too lazy to take But Are all the kids (laughs) with you this year? Are all the kids with you this year? Yes, all of them. Really? So in my kitchen will be... Junior, because they all want my attention. Yeah. So it's, it's like a little talent show. Yeah. First of all, they'll all be arguing, Junior and Princess are so polite, well-mannered. Are they? And Bunny is the little rebel who's always trying to get the attention. And then Jet's like really sensitive. So all it'll be is, be nice to mum, don't talk to her like this. And then Junior would get up, rapping, dancing, griming. Mm-hmm. Then griming. It, the griming. <laughs> then it'd be princess coming in as if she's the model showing her clothes off this, that, all of that. And then Bunny going, look at me, look at me, look at me. Then Jet trying to make things out of whatever he's got on the floor. He's like a little bear grills. And then Harvey, kids, mom, mom. And then everyone going, Harvey, shut up. <laughs> like, that is it's what it's like in the house. Awesome. And then Junior want to get up and uh, Harvey want to get up and yeah. try and dance with Junior. It's just hectic. And Christmas films, we sit in a circle, we do it all. The, oh, no, we have to do the cookies yeah. the night before, even though um, Jet and Bunny like, I don't believe in Father Christmas. It's going to be you, Mum, doing it. And I'm like, there is Father Christmas. What are you on about? They don't believe in him, but Harvey does. Oh. So I have to do it. Harvey and how is Harvey? I had him all last week, exhausted. I've had, I've been in bed for three days. You can probably hear my voice. I've had a cold. Mm. He's exhausted me, but... I bought him back. I saw him at college on Tuesday. I bought him back because he's like Mrs. Home and all of that. Mm. And it's so hard work. Is he doing okay though? He's all right. Yeah, he just wants to hold my hand and get cuddles and that. So he's looking forward to Christmas. So I'm winding him up saying, you've only got three presents, huh? No, mum. No. (laughs) We're laughing. What are you getting him this year? All he wants is the same every year. He wants a computer. A TV, twisted crowns. I buy it every year because all he does is smash them. Like, Harvey, are you going to smash this one? Pinky promised, Mum, I won't. So, but is that because he gets frustrated? And yeah, and I just reason? know whatever I buy him, I have to buy the cheapest computer. Because I know when it gets back to college, it will disappear because they smash it. Because someone might have sneezed or closed the door. Oh. But I'm going to buy him, um, actually, what I'm selling on TikTok, them little astronaut things. He's yeah. going to love that. Things like that, stimulating stuff. I might buy him a bubble tube. He loves bubble tubes, watching the bubbles and the colours. Um, he's so like a little baby, but he's 21. He's like a proper man. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, the house is just chaos. So we all sit in a circle and they're like, come on, mum. And I'm like, no, I want a tea first. And I prolong it and they all start getting angry with me. And then I've got OCD in the way I have to like put all their presents in a pile, let them know where they're all going to sit. And I'm like, no, we're going to watch each other open. So it takes hours 
agonizing hours. And I have to make sure I get them an even pile because otherwise they're like, they've got a bigger pile than me, this, that, and it, oh. Yeah, you're, you're. Uh, and I'm doing panto. And you're doing, so literally, you're doing two pantos. And you've yeah. got your pod tour, podcast pod, live So show what I'm doing at Christmas, I've got panto. I'm yeah. flying back Christmas Eve mm-hmm. to do Christmas Day at mine. Mm-hmm. Um, and then flying back Boxing Day. Princess and her boyfriend are coming up with me for the week. Princess has got a boyfriend? I know. Ed. Uh-oh. He's all right, actually. Is he all right? He's all right, yeah. Well, how are you feeling about that? I watch them and they, they argue, then they laugh, they argue. They're proper little teenagers. They're both, like, jealous of each other. And it's like, oh, shut up, you two. Like, really? No, they are funny together. How old's They're Princess like a little married couple. 16. So okay. 17, that's 17. Is that nerve-wracking? Is it nerve-wracking, though, to that know that your little baby has a boyfriend or no, it's fine? No, they're all right, actually. No, it's fine. Because what you what I think parents have to do is revert back to when you was their age. Yeah, completely. And so I'm quite an open, open mum. They know the rules to a point where I say no, but I'd rather things happen under my roof than someone else's. Rather my kids be at home. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, mm. so... Yeah, well, that's what I'm like. I'm quite easy. I'm an easygoing mum, but they know when I really mean no. Yeah, because you've got boundaries in place, but you're liberal in between. Yeah, that, very. Which is good. Yeah. Um, and you got your tour. Have you got a tour, did you say? Podcast tour next May. year. Who would have thought, May. Jamie, right? So you know about podcasts. We started in June. Yeah. And then we had a sellout one night tour, what, four months later. That is quite unknown, It's isn't amazing. It? It's amazing. And that's what the, the people said, that we've done really well with it. We're really consistent with the podcast. And I think it's probably the same with you. Mm. If you're going to do something, you do it properly. Completely. You can't be half-hearted about it, like with the podcast. And do you like doing it? Do you yeah. know what? I always say to the people that um, produce <laughs> ours, it's literally just like a catch-up every week with a cup of tea, isn't it? It's so That's easy, what we do. so easy. Yeah, which is fun. Like right? you don't and even you, think about. And it. you connect and have a laugh. Yeah, with it and it's so good. Yeah. Apart from last week's guest, Mina. Oh yeah, we we had our first our first guest on last week. Who was it? Oh, it's what's all right because it's coming out this oh, week. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's out this week. Daisy May Cooper. She loves me. She was so funny. You had Daisy May But she loves me. She wants I, to do a life of her. She's. Have you left it in the pod? I freaking I've love Daisy. She's in. She's so person. funny. She lives so in Sirencester, and my mum lives down in that area. And I was walking through Waitrose, and suddenly I hear Jamie fucking. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, her, that's her. And it was Daisy May Cooper. She's honestly, she's the nicest girl. I've isn't known she? her quite a couple of years now. She's yeah. amazing, isn't she? She's and so on the funny. pod, because she's like, I've got to write your Netflix film. She's like so Man. adamant. Honestly, yeah. she really when, wants when to I, do it. When Kate and Daisy were on the pod, obviously, because I'm a bit more reserved than Kate. Mm. I had two of them c- to contend with. And <laughs> oh I was sitting there thinking, fucking hell, am I going to get a word in edgeway here? Because Daisy had funny. her vape. I had mine. Can she tell us off? Well, what, you can't tell me off now because Daisy's vaping. So we're both going sitting like that. Now I've got two of them vaping. That's... Well, it's fun, isn't it? Yeah. Um, hey, listen, we've come to the end because I have to... Um... Oh, go to He's a meeting. He's got to go to the meeting. I just... Can, I, I, can we is... do a part three? Can we actually? No, seriously. I swear to God. This is going to end up being the Jamie... Can... Jamie Lang and Katie Price podcast. Can we? Can we my sit, life. I want to do. I want to sit down and do a two-hour one. 
Well, then we let's do just it. Go, can we do it in the new Put year? Put the date in, yeah. And can we do it? Christmas. Yeah. Oh, do it. my God. Okay, thank you. Because I can sit here and talk and talk. There's so much still to I ask know. me about I things. know. And I'm just annoyed that our time has come to... I just want to say, look, I know how busy you are. I know how busy you guys That's are. That's so and you. So I appreciate you fitting me in as are well. Are you kidding me? It, it, no, I love I, it. When thank I reached you. out on Instagram again and said, can we get you on? And, and I was like... Oh, no, maybe. I saw it pop up. I was like, Jamie, yes, we can. Yes, we can. So I want to appreciate... And just... um. You know, what we spoke about, I'm just so glad yeah. that you're in a better place and that you're okay and that you're talking about this. And, and thank and you for letting me talk about it because, uh, you know, if you do TV shows, they edit things, this, that. This is like proper frank, like mm. a frank you know interview, like properly me speaking how it was. I like, think it's so nice because Jamie's so sympathetic. Well, like positive just, with yeah, you yeah. and just nice, not, nice no to agenda. chat to. You've got yeah. no agenda. No, it's just easy. Well, I think that's the point of it, right? Because you're, I think the way things work, you come on here, you're giving us your guys' time. So it's about seeing them having an interesting chat and then whatever comes up, comes up. We might have to have you on our podcast. I'm oh, in. yes, would you come on our podcast? And your missus. I'm in. Imagine. Oh, let's do that. My, then. Yes. my wife is, every single time I do this, she's just like, she's just so upset she doesn't get to come and do this. Oh, really? So, yeah. So, why don't we do, we'll do a podcast where I'll come on yours and then you can come on. I'll and do, do yours next. Yeah, done. And let's then do um, we can grill you in a different way on us. <laughs> hey, we All are right. in the hot seat. <laughs> All right, but listen, go and check out uh, Kate's uh, podcast as well. We can get it anywhere, can't we? Leave the description yep. below. Uh, social media channels check them all out as well and just have the most amazing Christmas Merry Christmas thank Happy you guys Happy Christmas everyone don't burn the chicken or the turkey <laughs> <laughs> See you later Goodbye See you Bye <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one good. Thank you so much